Hey guys, welcome back to Next on Netflix. We review movies so you can choose the best ones to watch. This week we have a very different movie to review for you guys. We watched The Florida Project. We are super excited to discuss the film, so keep listening and make sure to check out our review. So, this film, directed by Sean Baker, has a very unique plotline that focuses on the daily lives of poverty-stricken kids living in a suburb near Disney World, Florida. The movie centers around a six-year-old girl, Mooney, and her friends that create adventures of their own. Together, they live in a budget motel with their irresponsible parents. A juxtaposition is shown to the audience between the magical aspects of Disney World, which is so close, and the reality of the residents living not so far away from it, showing to us the uncomfortable yet harsh reality of modern America. So I think we should start off with the cinematography, mainly the colors, and I think the reason why this particular movie popped out to us was because of the bright colors and themes especially in I think like the cover art or whatever yeah, you call it. it's like they had the blue and the pink and it was like really interesting yeah, yeah. it looked yeah. Really That's yeah yeah okay yeah so at the beginning of the movie there are like many interesting like filming techniques that we noticed um with the cameras moving slowly along the children's antics as they run around uh, the first shot, uh, the filming yeah. technique distracts the viewer from the atrocities going on um, that we can tell in the lives of the characters. Yeah, and they have a lot of different scenes that are shot in like one long shot, which I find really cool. So, I- yeah, the first scene that we see using this technique is when the children are running across the balcony, and it's also the last time that the audience is, you know, shown their true innocence as children. Yeah, and moving from this, another significant part was the helicopters, which I don't think we felt was really resolved or we understood what it was about. But after Mm -hmm. a bit of analyzing, we came to the conclusion that it was because of something we will discuss later. But Mm -hmm. um, so when the helicopters, what I'm trying to say is when the helicopters land near where the children live, which is really close to Disney, it fascinates them because they wonder about the people in them and where they go and about their lives. Yeah, and like, I don't know, every time I saw, actually the helicopter would come and go like multiple times. And like, we were talking after and we were like wondering like, what is this? Like, you can't really tell, I feel like after and then we can only we only realize like a couple like a couple of days after we watched the movie so yeah um every time the helicopter like was passing by uh one of the girls jancy she screams as if the helicopter is her savior and she hopes um it'll transport her away from the yeah yeah so um the next topic we're going to talk about is living in poverty like versus the great life or like the great vacation, I guess, the, yeah, versus Disneyland. Um, so the characters who live in Dis- near Disneyland, um, oh yeah, sorry, sorry. The characters live near Disneyland and the movie sheds light on the not so great life of people that live near such a magical place. Yeah, yeah. and just adding onto the helicopters, they had these helicopter tours that symbolize how the people who are giving the tours don't actually really care um, that they're disturbing the residents of the hotel by constantly giving more fortunate people an expensive sightseeing ride. Like, you know, how they're 
because there's a bunch of rich people and they're on these tours like oh wow look at the amazing landscape look at the houses so much culture but they don't realize you know the reality of the situation and it's like they're looking down upon the poor people and it's just a contrast that shows you know it, like it shows the contrast between wealth and poverty yeah, yeah. for the people taking the tours it's just like a five minute like you see some poverty and then you move on <laughs> with your lives but, yeah, but like, for like the mm-hmm. actual people like Mooney and her friends and her family they're actually living through that every single day but I think another reason like another thing the helicopters might symbolize which is kind of less obvious but it's how Mooney is watched more by the helicopters than her own mother um and this can be seen as an analogy to parenting yeah like helicopter parenting it's kind of the obvious of um of Haley which is her mother how she parents helicopter parents are a lot more strict with their parents they're always like you know do this do that if you don't come back by nine you're dead you know but then with Haley, she's super carefree she lets her do anything she wants doesn't really give a lot of consequences and yeah i think Mm -hmm. you might think that might that might have something to do with um the helicopters as well yeah yeah so um with the tourists um there was this one scene where this couple comes in and um the the hotel the motel itself is called magical magical kingdom what is it called magic magic, kingdom? magic the magic kingdom. yeah yeah so that's like similar i think there's like a resort like that in disneyland so yeah, i think that they tried to book magic kingdom or I and, think it's a magic castle in the actual disneyland and the, no, oh, the actual yeah. disneyland is magic kingdom and yeah the hotel or the motel is magic castle Wait, yeah so yeah okay, with that yeah. some type of mix-up and yeah, so yeah, yeah, Alina. Wait, and so the tourists, <laughs> and so the tourists accidentally booked um, this. Yeah, they accidentally yeah, booked so, the hotel. Yeah, so basically they were on a honeymoon, and the wife's dream was like to always go to Disney World or something and live there. Yeah. So, but the husband like messed up and accidentally booked this motel, and they didn't realize until a lot later. But like the motel people, they can't do anything about it. Like you know, like you booked with us, we're not gonna go to Disney World and let them know that it was a mistake or something Mm -hmm. so she was just really mad about it but this just shows like how the tourists don't really understand the ways they live it's like yeah it's like there was this one scene where the tourist wife was you know she was like oh my god ew we're supposed to stay here like she was really disgusted by it Mm -hmm. and you know the thing is we we're really like really far into the movie and this is the life that Mooney and you know the rest of the characters are living in every single day and then you have, like, these random tourists coming in. I'm like, oh, my God, I don't want to stay here. It's so disgusting. Like, you know, yes. I don't want to live here. And it just, you know, again, it just shows, like, the true discrepancy between the two, like, wealthy, wealth and poor. And how, yeah. Yeah, this actually really opened my eyes, too. And I feel like this is, like, the whole message of the movie. Because, like, I never thought, like, people... Well, I obviously thought that there was, like, poverty in America. But mm-hmm. I didn't think it was, like... Like, in this way. Yeah, like, people living, I mean, I guess the thing is, like, there's so many opportunities in America, and I feel like if, this might be a little controversial, but I feel like if Haley's mom actually, like, decided to, like, work somewhere, like, have a stable job, like, um, if you see Scooty's mother, mm-hmm. um, that's, like, the neighborhood, like, uh, another family in the neighborhood, like, she, she's a waitress, and she mm-hmm. works um, at an actual job, she's more stable, she provides the other family with food. So I feel like if her mother was a little bit more responsible, especially in America, I feel like you could 
definitely get like get out of it. Yeah. yeah, you can get out of that situation and you can become better. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yes. I mean, I'm not saying that it's Haley's fault, but I'm saying like maybe like she can she do better and she, she can, can provide. I yeah. think she's she gave up too easily because there's even a part where she says like no one wants to hire me anymore. Um, I've gotten fired from like three places or something like that. So no one even, no one's looking to hire me at all. But like if she, she could have thought about something further, like maybe moving away to a better neighborhood for Mooney, like to grow up in rather than staying here. Yeah, I think like there, there's so many stay. options she could have done rather than yeah. just giving I up. Think, I think that was her, pri- like she has different priorities. Like I feel like, a lot of us have like different point of views but I feel like the place where they live in it's not like it's definitely not here like here it's more education based and stuff like that over there it's like kind of like the way like like side hustling I guess (laughs) they're cussing at like five years old (laughs) yeah they already know about drugs and like you know they they know so many things that that they shouldn't know at that age yeah I think yeah her priorities are different definitely different And I feel like with some people, like, I feel like her background isn't, like, great. So I feel like she, like us, like, we're pretty, we're privileged. Like, we have, like, great parents. We're able to, like, learn from them and, like, how to become successful. Like, for her, I feel like she didn't have that. And that's why she's teaching, Mm -hmm. like, she's kind of teaching Mooney the same thing. Like, this is how life is. This is how she's basically teaching her what she knows yeah Yeah, exactly she's basically teaching what she knows which just goes to show how kids around even the same country like the united states with all these opportunities and stuff we all have um different learning opportunities like education not everyone is still able to have or fortunate enough to get an education Mm -hmm. all of that like we don't see if mooney and her friends um go to school but even if they did the community the neighborhood they are in I'm sure this education there isn't as good as what we're used to having yeah yeah so now that we're on the topic of like mother's struggles um I kind of want to talk about if you guys think that she's like a good or bad mother so Mooney's mother right yeah Mooney's mother Haley so you can see that Haley's like there for Mooney and that she does love her, and she does have a great, like, a big presence in her life, and, like, she, like, cares for her, and, like, plays with her, like, that one scene where they were playing out, when, when they were both upset, I think, mm-hmm. and they went outside, and they played in the rain together, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, but adding on to that, like, just because she cares about her, it's not so motherly, it's more of a sisterly relationship, they're more, like, sisters, in that sort of sense, like, Mooney doesn't have a motherly figure in her life, I feel. Yeah, like, even or father. Father. Yeah, father. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, there's no... Like, <laughs> did they ever show, like, what happened to the father? They're no, they left they, I'm pretty yeah. sure, like, I think they're thinking just about mothers. it, they probably just left. Yeah, and there's mother. so many, too. Like, there's, like, Mooney and then her friends, and they're all, like, single mothers. Like, it's never yeah. like, resolved. Yeah, like, so, grandma. I think that's another thing, just commenting about, like, how many people are having, like, you know, because it seems as though Haley was very young when she had Mooney. So that might have taken, I, I think that definitely took an effect on how she took care of her daughter. Because yeah. I honestly, I don't think anyone's ready to have a child at that age. Yeah, and I don't think she, her own mother, like, she probably doesn't have any connections to their own family. So she probably had no help either. Yeah. Like, we don't see anything about other family. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So now we can see, like, 
I mean, I still I still give her credit because she could have just kind of left and like mm-hmm. not like at that position many people like it, I've seen like other in other media and other things like they just completely like abandoned their kids and like mm-hmm. you know she could she can continue on with her life um okay. but like yeah we can see that she does whatever she can to feed and bathe and she does yeah and she does involve Mooney in her life like you know when they were selling the stuff like even if she was using her like she still actively like is a like you know she actively trying to provide for them yeah yeah and like but the thing is with her she has corrupt parenting in my opinion like she just openly cusses in front of them doesn't really care and like when there was that scene where Mooney actually lit those houses on fire i don't know if she ever found out but oh yeah no she, she didn't she encouraged it at it like she didn't even let yeah anything. She there was no consequences it. with no consequences there's no alerting ability or learning opportunity yeah, like they because they don't know what they're doing is wrong they're just gonna grow up like with that mindset because after a point in life you just like it's really hard to change the way that you think about something and if you're not yeah. given consequences early on in life then you'll just grow up thinking like oh whatever it's fine like, you know, exactly. see the consequences. Yeah. And, like, when we, we were introduced to the movie and they're just, like, spitting on this woman's car. And then mm-hmm. when they told, like, when the person's mother or when the owner of the car told the mother she, at first, she was like, oh, my God, whatever. But then she, like, took them to, to wash up the car. But then she was like, oh, my God, it's not that big of a deal. Whatever. They're having fun. Let them have fun. Yeah, exactly. She doesn't see the need to, like, lecture her about anything or tell her what's right and what's wrong she basically encourages all the behavior yeah, she's just like, just, do whatever whatever which is bad for mooney right like we can't blame mooney for the way she turned out it's because of her mom so mm-hmm. um and Haley isn't as as we were saying she's not as qualified to be a mother so we can't i don't know i don't feel empathy for her what about you guys um, I don't uh, I feel empathy for. I mean, I do feel empathy for her because, like, despite you know how bad she parents and stuff, the audience can see how much she cares for her. Like, she was so heartbroken. Like when you know, when she, she was how she had to give her away. Yeah. Like there's this one scene where, like, we were just watching Mooney eat. I think, and we're like, wait, why are we like, you know, what's up <laughs> with that? But then we just, and then we see Haley, and we're like, oh, and then it just sort of like comes to us, like. Because she, it's like, you can really tell how heartbroken she is that she has to lose her. Right. And I think it's mainly because Mooney was there for her, is there for her. Like, you know, she's going through all of this. Like, you know, she might not make the best decisions, but, you know, she all, we always need someone to get us through things. So. Yeah. So what do you guys think about Bobby, the manager? Was he nice yeah. to them? Like, he worked in the motel, and he seemed to be gentle and forgiving to, like, Mooney and her friends who are quite loud and obnoxious, as we see. So what do you think about that? Um, I, think, I think that he was... I think that he was nice and gentle, like, although, like, with all of the kids like driving him crazy and like he could have easily turned hostile and easily could have been like mean to them and be like oh guys get yeah. out you know kicked them out so long ago like they I, I think they violated so many rules honestly like 
remember that one scene where he found out like he was watching the videotape when they accidentally like what did they do like they closed the lights of the entire and like if it was any other manager i feel like they would have immediately been kicked out and this wasn't even their first time messing around this was like probably their and they constantly get on his nerves right like even Mm -hmm. when they go into the reception and they eat the ice cream there and they're like yeah and he's like out and they don't go they just test him yeah like they always touch his patience but like even despite that he's always like you know the nicest person he can be and he always lets them just i mean he doesn't let them like he tries to to lecture them but i think he understands why they are the way they are because of the games and i think he knows that they're children so he lets them Mm-hmm. like go easily or easier yeah and there was like this one instance where there was a predatory man who was looking at the kids like re- weirdly and stuff yeah and, you know bobby he immediately pissed off so that he noticed it and he was like get out yeah exactly mm-hmm. but like we see like how he treats the kids but also you know how he treats mooney's mom like he's sort of like a fatherly figure remember yeah. like he was like all your guests now have to check in with me before, you know, and this is a special rule for you. So Mooney's mom was like, you're not my father. You don't get to tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. But it just but shows like, how protective or like how he does he care cares. about his, the people who stay at. Yeah. And it's really family. obvious that he's like well loved by everyone there too. Cause like he has, <laughs> like he knows everyone there. They all know him. Yeah. And like through every scene, we can just see them talking to each other and it's, they're like very comfortable together. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. only, it's not just them. He cares about, like, every resident in his hotel, yeah. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. um, so, yeah, I think he's one of the most interesting characters. Um, and, um, I yeah. Think, yeah, there was, like, this, you know, like, his relationship with his son was pretty interesting when they were, there's a scene in the elevator and they're moving down the mattress. I think it has a bunch of bed bugs on it. And they're moving down the mattress in the elevator. Yeah. Was it that one? I, it was, yeah, it was, yeah. They were moving mattresses in the elevator and he was paying his son. I think it was his son. He was paying him. Yeah. But then his son was suddenly like... Oh, yeah. Because he thought that his son only wanted money. That was yeah. when he was here. Yeah. Wait, I didn't but finish he this to spend one. Time with... I didn't finish writing this, but... <laughs> yeah, he was like... Um, I told mom that you wished her a happy birthday and he was like no don't tell her that I didn't wish her a happy birthday like mm-hmm. call her back right now and tell her I didn't tell her I didn't yeah yeah and then he's like and his son is like obviously very like they live better than him and in, in the hotel it's obvious that they're like better well they're they're more well off mm-hmm. but you know I think earlier in the movie he mentioned that he bought the hotel with like someone else and it was really important to him but then mm-hmm. it's like it's sort of unresolved his like family situations but his son ends up like letting him like in fact I think there was a scene where he gave him money or he returned it back because he knew that he needed the money more than he did right yeah he's like I don't even need the money it just goes to show how he wants to like spend time with his father yeah but but, Bobby doesn't understand that yeah he just maybe yeah maybe with that he's trying to like not like treat Mooney as his daughter because you know, he his son isn't really there with him. Maybe that's why he's like kind of. Yeah, I felt like it was a really nice touch mm-hmm. about like what, a comment on the poverty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you guys think about the acting? So I think the children, like that, like we see them at, in per, in character, right? But that's such good acting. It's so emotional and serious. Like, they're probably like they're around the same age in real life. 
and yeah, that's they're, they're really like mature. Like for seven them. years old. Honestly. Yeah, I think that's really mature for them. Mm-hmm. It was like they're so believable too. It's like I felt as if they were actually kids that were in that situation living in Florida. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, final thoughts and conclusions. What you, What would you guys rate the movie? Like, or we can talk about the rating at the end. But what are yeah. your final thoughts in the movie? Um, I thought the like w- the main thing that I got out of this movie was that it's trying to show both sides of Disneyland apart with like happy kids running around freely like on the happiest place on earth um but to the kids like Mooney that live around that area they don't seem to be as happy mm-hmm. it's like usually honestly it's not the type of movie I would watch but yeah, yeah. any of us I don't think any of us would <laughs> yeah. watch something like this but and enjoy it yeah it's like it's so raw like and it shows the reality of the situation and I'm happy that it got made and that it can you know spread this message yeah and um mm-hmm. when when we were like you know reading through what other people their other people's opinions we saw how people were like this deserves an Oscar all of that so just it might just be because of our age our maturity but I think because it's so different, it really was a good movie. Yeah. Um, I'd also like to add that, like, I thought that the movie um, was pretty boring. Like, it kind of was, it kind of was the same throughout, like, just, like, mini, mm-hmm. like, antics. Was, yeah, it just showed, like, their lifestyle and how they lived, day, like, day to day. It didn't really show, like, it didn't really have an action plot. And I think, like, Honestly, I think because like I know there's so many good reviews and stuff, but I think it's just because maybe it's because of our age that we think it's a bit boring. Because I've seen amazing reviews and I like I respect them, but honestly, for us it was a bit boring, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. <clears throat> and yeah. So, would you guys rate the movie? I think I'd rate it maybe like a three point eight out of five. <laughs> I don't want to say I'd four, it, but like maybe like a three point eight. I'd rate it a two, just because, just because I feel like it was. I mean, I feel like it could have been more appropriate, and this message—it's like it has a great message. Like I really agree with the message. I thought it was great, um, but I feel like if it was more appropriate, then more people could watch it, and like other kids could see like this is how kids my mm-hmm. age are like living like and also I found it pretty boring in my opinion and it was only good till like the last five minutes and yeah yeah, yeah when she was being taken away from her mother yeah I think it's just yeah. because it might be for like a more mature audience to understand yeah. but yeah I'd rate it a 2.5 <laughs> because I yeah I, I agree with Pernice and Alicia about how it's a good message but it's just not the type of movie that I would particularly enjoy watching. But yeah. I think it was I'm I I'm happy we watched this because we get a different perspective and we're sort of out of our comfort zones about the movies we watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I think this concludes our podcast. Thank you for listening to Next on Netflix and stay tuned to hear more about our next movie. Make sure to like and subscribe. <laughs> Bye. Bye.